0: Are you trying to create a podcast but don't have the money for all the equipment it takes? Maybe not so great with all the editing? Not sure how to distribute your podcast once you have everything recorded? Well, look no further because Anchor is here to help. Anchor is the easiest way to make podcasts. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or phone. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And best of all, it's free. We looked at so many different distribution websites before finding Anchor and wish we had found it sooner. They even set you up with sponsors they think will fit the vibe of your podcast, which you can accept or decline at any time. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy, Happy podcasting. podcasting! This week on Morbidly Intoxicated, we're going to tell you about a few strange disappearances and even have a chat with some guests. Hey, you want to grab a drink?
1: Hey, everybody, it's Sierra.
2: Hello, I'm Lily.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lily, are you sitting on the F5 key? Because your ass be refreshing damn girl look at that mm. i have no comeback. <laughs> are you blushing
2: i am blushing oh my it matches my hair doesn't it
1: yeah it does <laughs> uh, who did your hair by the way was it you it was oh wow it was sierra actually wait i'm sierra what do you mean Why are you oh that's so- true <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you mean? oh i did i forgot i did it you have a doppelganger look to your right
1: who be that? Is, is that Joyce and Priscilla from Bad Apple diva
2: It is. Why'd you
1: invite them? They're so obnoxious.
2: Right? They don't
1: even know how to read. Like, did you hear Priscilla in that last episode? She was like, she couldn't even say what was that word. Dismemberment. Like, oh. mem-
2: <laughs>
1: As you both say differently.
2: Culmination or
1: what? Cul- you know, that was Joyce, man. She's, are you sure she graduated? Maybe, maybe
2: preschool. She's from Arizona. What do you oh, expect? Oh yeah,
1: Arizona education's terrible. <laughs> Viva Mexico! Wait, no. Damn, I'm, now I'm thinking Priscilla. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of Priscilla
2: right now. Because I'm from California and is new. Near-
1: <laughs> Welcome to our pod, Bad Apple
2: Divas. <laughs> We're hijacking your podcast today.
0: <laughs> so for those of you uh, extremely confused <laughs> about what's going on here, we have Joyce and Priscilla from Bad Apple Divas podcast. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Joyce, hi for seven. Hello, Sierra. Hello, Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the tea shop. We've been in for two hours. Two
2: hours. Our humble dude.
0: I feel
1: morbidly intoxicated by your presence, ladies. I'm
0: glad somebody does. I'm going to start with pick-a-points now. You <laughs> um, should. I have hit on you every
2: episode. You right? should. This is my new friend. Of
1: this is, this is how it usually goes in Bad Apple Divas, and me going, hey, Br- hey, baby, what's up? You know? And it's me
2: not knowing how to respond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start doing that.
0: You should, yeah. Yeah. Robert I'm better I'm be really... Robert better be careful. Oh, I'm already your mistress. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Something spicy going <laughs> on <laughs> here. I like it. So, thank you guys for meeting us. Uh, Bad Apple Divas is a local... Podcasts. they are true crime and they are ghost located stories. Ghost, stories, ghost
2: stories and they are located in, in phoenix mm-hmm. do you want to tell our listeners about you guys so one day joyce and i were talking about bsing around you know and we're <laughs> like why, why don't we record this and then that's how bad apple divas was born in arizona no that
1: sounds about right
2: <laughs> sounds legit i like true crime she likes ghost stories and well we like to talk? <laughs> We're also foodies, so we recommend randomly a restaurant at the end.
1: <laughs> That's us, guys. You can find us at Bad
2: Apple Divas. Bad Apple Divas everywhere, I think. Yeah, everywhere. There you go.
0: Uh, we recorded another episode with them, so make sure you check out their channel. Yeah. Listen to that.
2: It's fantastic.
0: You're going to hear a little... A little bit of uh, stuff in the background, oh, yeah. but we've been at a tea shop, so. <laughs> yes, we been at a tea shop. Wait,
1: I'm gonna try my tea now. Oh, this is called the Fuzz. It's an Earl Grey based tea with a key lime foam and key lime. What do you call those shavings? Zest. Zest. <laughs> this is in placement of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Someone forgot to bring the tequila.
0: It's oh. good, right? Oh. I accidentally tried mine before we were going. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you do with all the alcohol, too, half the time. Okay, so the first case is about 14-year-old Gina Brooks. Sorry, this lady distracted me. I have ADD. I was like, I like Ooh, I was going to say, I like her romper. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is why we record in a garage. <laughs> Can't see anybody. Gina was born November 28, 1975. She was a beautiful girl with blonde hair and green eyes. On August 5th, 1989, in Fredericktown, Missouri, Gina returned home from her brother's basketball game around 10 p.m. She told her parents that she was going to ride her bike six blocks down the way to her friend's house shortly after she got home. Uh, which is a big red flag, because who lets her 14-year-old go bike riding that late at night? Bad parents. <laughs> yeah, who cares that it's 1989? I know, yeah. I was like, who the fuck? But this, that was like our 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 mini sew where you're like, she's hitchhiking? I was like, it's the 70s. Everyone hitchhiked in the 70s. You know,
1: pre-internet before they had the iPad to uh, babysit their children. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, right? This was the last time Gina was ever seen. She was reported missing around 2 a.m. that night. Around 10.30 p.m. that night, she was seen standing by a church while talking to the driver of a light gray, blue, or green station wagon. What a good description. It had all three. It had all three, because I got all of this information off of, um, like, an actual, like, missing persons page. It's called Charlie's Project. And, uh, yeah, it was like, it's either one of these three colors. And I was like, cool. It could be blue, black.
1: Maybe they were colorblind. Who knew? Missouri gray, blue, green. Your retinas are kind of messed up there. But okay, see you. Exactly. Maybe I guess it was dark outside. <laughs>
0: yeah, It was like 10.30 at night. Right, yeah, yeah that makes sense. So. Were there no street lamps? <laughs> <laughs> they had a Missouri license plate, and it was said to have three people in the car. But around the same time that night, neighbors said they heard someone screaming for help. Gina's bike was found the following morning in someone's front lawn about five blocks away from her home. But Gina was nowhere to be found. There were three main suspects for this case. First, we have Nathan D. Danny Williams. Again, with the nicknames. The nicknames. <laughs> Just go by your name. Just do not say that because my boyfriend doesn't go by his name, but oh, yeah, I yeah, him for that. I forgot. So, Nathan was charged with Gina's murder in 1999, ten years after her disappearance. He was identified by a witness as one of the passengers in the backseat of the station wagon. His charges were dropped due to lack of evidence, but he still remains in prison with a life sentence for an unrelated, forcible rape and sodomy. He sounds great.
1: <laughs> you know, I, at first I felt bad, yeah, you know, but oh, you, there's not enough evidence, but he's a rotten person anyways. Oh,
0: no, no, no. Okay, so... Oh, we're getting there. He was also charged in 1975 for the murder of another young woman, but that charge was also dropped due to lack of evidence, 10 days before that trial was about to begin. He had a track record because he was also the... (laughs) Sorry, for the record, Lily did this research and I hadn't I hadn't read it, so I'm just as (laughs) surprised. I didn't want to. I I did not want to talk this whole time. I was like, you can read one. I'm (laughs) I'm just as surprised as everybody else. Okay. (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) juicy. He had a track record because he was also the suspect in the disappearance of twelve-year-old Tammy Sturdom, as well as many sexual offense records.
1: What a, ugh, what a, grease what a greaseball.
0: He
2: sounds like a horrible
1: person.
0: Yes, yeah, so he, but he's in prison for life, so, so fuck him.
1: So good. Is he still racist? So is he still alive? Or
2: am I allowed to ask that yet? As
0: far as I found, yes, he is still alive. Mm.
2: What Where, is this lack of evidence thing? You know, it's like your, his car's kind of red, but kind of blue. So, <laughs> so does it fit the, you know, the colors again. <laughs>
1: But he was only a passenger,
0: you know, but not the driver. You know what? When I was researching, I forgot to put this in here. He had two appeals and they were both denied. Yeah, so. Well, he seems pretty guilty, so. Yeah. So he's definitely not
1: a good guy, so.
2: What do you call him? A grease ball?
1: A grease ball. Is, is that a new word for you? Is that yeah. why you're so hung up on the grease ball? Oh, wait, what's
2: a grease ball? <laughs>
1: He's like a sleazy guy. Okay, at least slimy, feasible. gross, you know,
0: slimy. Like a little slug. Like a little slug. <laughs> like a little slug. <laughs> like a little slug. <laughs> All right. So the second suspect was Bryant Squires. He was also identified by a witness as the driver of the car. He gave a deathbed confession while he was dying from cancer and AIDS-related complications. Jeez. Jeez.
1: (laughs) Run the gamut, why don't you?
0: Told nurses that he took part in the disappearance of Gina, along with Nathan and a man named Timothy Bellew.
1: Okay. Gotta love those deathbed confessions, you know? Right.
0: Okay, so Timothy Bellew is our last suspect, He was a friend of Nathan's. He told the FBI he knew where Gina's body was disposed of. The officers searched all around the abandoned meat freezer on the family's 96-acre land. Um, They turned up with nothing, which is when Timothy admitted he lied to special agents. What? (laughs) Why would you do that? (laughs) What a douchebag. He was charged with secondary murder of Gina Brooks, but was also dropped due to lack of evidence. Instead, he was charged with lying to law enforcement. He spent 30 months in prison. Where do all these guys meet? <laughs> like, they're all... Oh, like, is there a like on an app. It's on an app.
1: Swipe right to meet <laughs> fellow killers. <laughs>
0: Kidnappersmeet.com. All these guys from the state like kidnappers.
1: Instead of farmers only, it's uh, criminals only or something. Bad guys only.
0: Law enforcement are still looking for Gina's remains. If anyone has any information, they can call Chief... No.
1: Chief (laughs) Chief. You can say Chief (laughs) of Police.
0: Chief 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 of Spain. (laughs) At 573-783-3660. I feel like an ad. Uh, Or you can reach out to the FBI special agent Brian Ritter at 573-335-0138. That's 573.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you do call that, please make sure you get the right color of the vehicle because it really annoys me that you can't even tell. The- I just,
0: it I was laughed so green, hard. blue, or green. Yeah. <laughs> well, I laughed so hard because it was on, like, it's literally charliesproject.org. Like, it's a government-run website, and they're just like, but, okay. But here's my thing. All these witnesses identified the people in the car, but they couldn't tell you the color. Yeah. Right. And you could see their faces, but you couldn't tell what color the car was. Yeah. I mean, I kind of get if it's night, like if yeah. it's nighttime and the car is like a light color, so you're like, oh, I don't know, it could be one of these three colors, but I but mean, it's still. I feel like
2: I could tell if I'm close enough to see their faces, though. Yeah. Identify yeah. You would think, yeah. you would think. It can't be that dark. Everybody's a color blend. like Julie said. Yeah.
0: So, the second one I have for you is this really strange disappearance of a man named Eric Smith. I'll tell you my theories when I'm done. So Eric Smith was a foreman for a company called the Consul Coal Company. It was a mining company, and it was in Cedar Bluff, Virginia. He, uh, so he was one of the head foremen. He was basically like a manager. He was on call 24-7 and was in charge of about 500 people. And his workers referred to him as careful and Conscious?
2: Conscience. Oh, Conscious. No, that gonna be his nickname. <laughs> uh,
0: he was super respected by everybody. He was dedicated to his family. He had daughters, um, and he had a large plot of land. Towards the end of October, Eric was scheduled uh, for a week-long business trip, and when he returned, his wife called in sick for him. I had read is something she did from time to time, but I still think it's weird. I mean, he was, like, sick and couldn't talk. Maybe yeah. like I've had strep where I like couldn't even talk, so I yeah. had to call. And see. So he was sick for the next five days, and this is where it gets weird because when he was feeling better, he emailed his work to tell them, you know, oh, you know, I'm gonna go hunting tomorrow because I feel a lot better.
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm still not coming into work. I
0: just want to. I want you know? <laughs> to go on vacation. And then, and then he was like. I'm gonna go hunting on Friday, but I'll be back on Saturday. And then his uh, his co-workers even said that during those five days, six days that he was sick, he didn't check on them, which was really out of out of character for Eric, especially because he was one of the the head foremen, like it was his duty to always be on call for safety reasons. Check up on everybody. Yeah. He got ready for his hunting trip by putting on his camouflage gear, a tiny A titanium Timex watch, and he was carrying a Thompson Center 50 caliber muzzle loading gun with a stainless steel barrel and a camouflage print stock. My best guess for muzzle loading is that it loads through the front. Uh, It was reported that he didn't bring his cell phone hunting since it was on his property. Like he had a large, um, I can't remember the acreage, but he had a very large plot of land to where he could go hunting on it.
1: Man, it must be nice to be rich. (laughs) I know, (laughs)
0: right? (laughs) So uh, when her husband didn't return home uh, the night he left to go hunting, she started to worry, and she met her mother-in-law at their local church. And she was like, oh, you know, Eric hasn't returned home. I don't know what's going on. It's getting really cold outside. So immediately the church started searching for Eric um, while the police were called. What a good church. What a good community. (laughs) So during the search, authorities used scent dogs, helicopters with FLIR, which is forward-looking infrared, and they even used explosive detection dogs, who were trained to sniff out materials that go into any explosive devices, which includes gunpowder. By November 10th, there were 60 people aiding in the search for Eric, and the scent dogs followed trails leading from the house, so saying that he left the house to go out onto his property, but they never led anywhere. Um, the one trail that they did find that was believed to lead back to the house, they they said it could have been old, which it had to be really old because he took a he had that business trip and then he was sick for five days and then he went hunting on the sixth, so that's like two weeks right there.
1: I Wonder how old is too old for dogs and stuff to pick up. I don't know. That's I what it I was wondering. Because I mean, like even if it's two weeks, do you think it could still be picked up and stuff? Possibly, but it could be.
0: Maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah, a, dra- a dead body being dragged back, you know.
0: <laughs> that could still have a scent, you know. <laughs> this is this is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun I'm so <laughs> suspenseful. So actually, there's. Three theories, main theories, uh, that I saw online. Some of these I saw on Reddit from some Reddit users. Um, Others were right from, uh, I I got this case off of um, Charlie Project as well. The first theory was that he might have fell into a a sinkhole or a cave. And even though he knew his land really well, he was wearing camo. So if he was out there wearing camo, it's going to be really hard to spot somebody, you know, that's out in the wilderness. That's horrifying. I'm terrified of sinkholes. I know, isn't that weird? They just, like, fall out from under. Like, Have you heard about, like, that one, one thing, like, a
1: few years... Like, I want to say maybe 10 years back, actually, where, like, some guy was sleeping in his house, and his thing will open, yes. and it's
0: a like, whole In the house? house. Yeah. yeah.
2: Did he, he die? It was in Florida. No.
0: <laughs> of course so it was, okay. in was in Florida. It <laughs> was in Florida. I don't know, It's fucking Florida. <laughs> no, no, he was okay, I think, he, but he had some injuries.
1: I was going to say, did they ever find the body? I was like, I've always wondered. I never he managed to get out, but I was like, Ooh. a whole his whole house. In his house, he was just sleeping, just minding his own business and he's just falling. The most intense falling
0: dream of your life. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Once again, Florida. Right, Florida. Florida. So the second theory is that he just ran off to start a new life, but like I said earlier, his close family kind of like debunked this theory just because he loved his wife, he loved his jobs, jobs. and he loved his daughters.
1: But maybe he loved um... A Matthew mistress. on the side. <laughs> you know what I mean, back I mean down. Yeah, exactly. You know, he 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 went to the he went to the woods, fell in love with a lumberjack named Happy Jack. <laughs> 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 and and he was like, yo, how about I'm gonna knock out this Agnes character and your wife? Or wait, or, and let's just run away and start anew, you know?
0: You have to go listen to our first episode. If you're not getting the jokes, you didn't listen to the other episode. (laughs) I'm calling you out right now. They always pull out and they're like, he could have just ran off. I'm like, but why? Okay, and so the third theory, which is like, it's aliens, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I wish. It's the wife. It's always the wife. It's always the way. <laughs> well, because I think it's weird that She called in Not even that, but I feel like it's weird that oh nobody else saw him For those six days Or heard from him Yes, and then they got an email Not a phone call, but an email saying Hey, I'm uh, taking tomorrow off, but I'll be back on
1: Saturday I'm going to be in camouflage
0: <laughs> So you might not find me if I go missing And I'm not going to take my cell phone And why would you tell your employer? Like, I've been sick for five days. Now I'm going to go hunting. <laughs> That's do, what I said. Like, what? You might have missed me
1: and need me for work, but no, I'm going to take one more day off. I, I feel better. better now. Let me go hunting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, wife's, the wife's a little suspicious to me. The wife's a little weird.
1: Hmm.
2: So which one do you think it is?
1: Hey, do we know more about the wife? Like, did, did she love him as much as he loves her?
2: I have no clue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like when, when i give you the detail and then yeah. you're like i don't
0: know <laughs> well there's just like not much on this case which sucks because i only had like two or three sources and they were all basically said the same thing
1: i just want to know is she remarried did she have a life insurance on him and did she cash the check you know the next day
0: actually Ooh. there's a 20 20- thousand dollar reward for any information on this case and police say they constantly get new leads but it's mainly from people that are already in prison trying to get like deals typical but um, they have not declared him dead yet because the family has to sign a petition with the courts to get his death certificate Um, and so since it's been seven years no one has declared him dead which is interesting
1: if she's not in it for the money, she, she could still be like, "Oh, he snores too much. He scratches his <laughs> junk out in front of the kids. I want this. I want this guy out of my life. Still, you know what I mean? Like,
0: hmm. that is interesting. You know. Yeah." I think it's I think it's weird the other one that is more likely is that he just fell ill or something or he wasn't fully better and he just got exhausted or he
2: got eaten by a bear we don't know yeah
0: exactly
1: <laughs> I maybe bring in some cadaver dogs seven years later because there must be something rotting out there if he is out there right
0: they as far as I found they have not done anything new with like searching for him so like where do you go from there though there's nothing can just like disappear but they haven't brought in any dogs or anything well, they or... said
2: they brought in dogs on the search though
0: yeah yeah, yeah but, but, but still after the years yeah
2: mm, creepy well Joyce, if you ever buy cam will make sure it's like pink or <laughs> pink. so you know he'll be visible <laughs> but i want to look
1: like a scorpion amongst the desert hay hay, hay ball thingies <laughs> What are those things, tumbleweeds? There you
2: go. <laughs> You're from Arizona, how you not know a tumbleweed?
1: Because I've never seen a tumbleweed before. We're a very developed city, Priscilla. You've, You've
2: never, never seen a
0: tumbleweed? A tumbleweed? <gasps> <gasps> okay, but we're out in the boonies, so we yeah. see tumbleweeds all the time. Like I live on dirt road. At least my mom does. So that was it. We do have our little detox at the end here. So I have some more Florida man stories.
1: Oh, Florida man. Yes, we love the Florida
0: Florida man. So you know how on Snapchat they have those little like clips that you can watch? Kind of almost like mini YouTube videos. There was one that I was reading that a Florida man was arrested for throwing an alligator through the drive-thru of a Wendy's. (laughs)
2: Was it big? Wait, wait, I have, have a, a lot look. of questions. <laughs> how did he
0: get the alligator into his car? Instead of taking a cup that they gave him and throwing it back through, he just took the whole alligator. <laughs> the second one we have is um, a Florida man purchases a Porsche with a, a uh, certified check that he printed from his home.
1: <laughs> how, how old was this person? <laughs> did a Porsche dealership take it?
0: Yeah. What? From what I read, yeah. But then he got it. He probably got it repoed or something. I wonder if someone's gonna get fired at that dealership. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is a weird Florida law because Florida, you're weird. The parking fee for an automobile must be the same price as an elephant tied to a parking meter.
1: What does that even mean? I don't know. How high were they when they wrote that law? <laughs> do they tie elephants to parking meters frequently to double check?
0: Where do you even get an elephant, Florida? The meter maids just walking around with an elephant. I don't know if, this, if they
2: paid the right fee for this. Oh my, my god.
0: My I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? I
2: think, there, I, think I read that there was a crazy law like that here too, no? Yeah, Something probably. about your, not a camel. Something like, like that. A burro or something like that. I can't remember. They started doing crazy things in Arizona. Start started a train, I'm telling you. <laughs> crazy
1: things. Arizona woman. Arizona woman goes to Target and rips down a mask display because she's a Karen. <laughs> we have a lot of Karens out here. Does that yeah. count? Like...
0: I have a crazy Arizona man story. Um, yeah, no, someone that I went to high school with um, after I moved back to California... He was arrested for uh, shooting up people on the freeway.
1: That happens here a lot. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was thinking shooting up. It's <laughs> <was> like, yeah. <laughs> like, how is he going on a freeway, like, stabbing people with
0: needles, there's you know? Room. like you the ruin. No, that happens here a lot, in t- like in, especially in Tucson. Of course My Tucson. My friend was driving to Tucson, and some guy was just in the middle of the road waving around a gun. She's like, what the f-? You know what's weird? There's a Bookman's out in Tucson. That's a used bookstore that's out only out here. They need to read. I don't think people in Tucson are reading, okay? There's a college out there. Listen. All right, well, that was our episode for this week. Thank you guys for coming on our podcast. Thanks for having us. It's been fun. Yep. You want to plug your uh, show one last time? Uh. Bad Apple Divas and Bad Apple Divas everywhere <laughs> They're like no Goodbye <laughs> Find us
1: at wait, this feels like Our episode now You can find us at
2: Bad <laughs> Apple Divas everywhere <laughs> That's not what you say Gosh I can't remember
1: I can't remember Just everywhere Instagram TikTok Facebook But we only use
2: one That's, that's her line.
1: Yeah but we all You can find us everywhere But we might not be there You know <laughs> Knock on that empty door I guess And where
0: can people Listen to your Podcast
1: oh anchor spotify
2: yeah just go to our instagram and get the link there doesn't anything the thing yeah, we have use. a link tree yeah yeah anchor in spotify oh anchor spotify yeah
0: <laughs> we'll tag them too make sure you go check out the first part of this episode on bad apple divas
2: yes. podcast <laughs> hope you enjoyed it
1: well well that's all for our show guys i'm sierra
2: Oh yeah, and I'm Lily. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, have have
1: a good good day, night, evening, wherever you are, and drink some wine. Touch yourselves.
2: Wait, what? Follow us at um, Morbidly Intoxicated Pod. Oh, and on Twitter at Morbidly. Sierra, yeah, right. you In- never intox- know the handles. What the hell? I just said.
1: <laughs> you know what? You're right.
0: So I actually hate Sierra. So. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at morbidlyintoxicatedpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at morbidlyintoxicatedpodcast. You can find us on Instagram at morbidlyintoxicatedpod. And you can also follow us on our new Twitter page uh, at morbidlyintox, I-N-T-O-X. Thank you to Kelly Carroll for our amazing artwork. You can follow her on Instagram at artbykelly, Kelly spelled with an I. Big shout out to my friend Taylor Hertz, who did our fantastic theme music. You can find him at his website, spelled T-A-Y-L-O-R-H-E-R-T-Z dot com. And thank you to Javi Romero for our awesome photographs. You can follow him on Instagram at orange underscore Javi, spelled J-A-V-I-E. Again, thank you guys so much. Uh, If you'd like to leave us a review, that would be awesome. It would help us out a lot. Go ahead and share this with your friends. And we'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye.